Hi guys, welcome back to a new episode of Amplify. You know who I never had on the show? An actress. So in the previous episode, Jean Bully helped me out with it. Let's take a look at it. My friend, Selena Skyland. She's really amazing. She's an actress and a writer and a director. She's just, yeah, wonderful. She's really talented and she inspires me a lot by being so passionate about what she does. So is it is it the girl who did the movie you made the soundtrack to? Yeah. Okay. I really love talking to Selena about how she manages combining her artistic life because she's an, an actress, a writer and a director, but she also combines all of it with being a substitute teacher. So without further ado, our guest, Selena Skyland. Right. First of all, I just got to say, like, I think it's so good what you're doing, uh, you know, reaching out to artists and and uh, wanting to, you know, promote them and all. I think it's I think it's really good. I know that I have a lot of artistic friends and a lot of artistic people around me. Why not to try and create some uh, visibility for for others? And uh, honestly, yesterday evening, I watched your movie, which is called uh, uh, woman called Dana. Woman named Dana, yes. Dana. Uh, 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 your facial expressions is like priceless. Really? <laughs> Thank you. It was awesome. It just, I don't know who, uh, I think Jean Bully directed the movie. Yes. I don't know how, I mean, what, what was your like contribution to the role in terms of like, okay, now we have to do it this way or something, but the expressions you have and everything was written on your face is, is priceless, especially the beginning, the moment when you're watching the water. It's like, it's really, it's priceless. Seriously, I, I would give, if I could, I would give you an Oscar because I thank you. so mesmerized by, by your, your, your act. It's, uh, it was really awesome. So, uh, okay, let's start with welcome to Amplify. <laughs> so, oh, thank you. Thank you. You've been nominated by Jean Bully. Yeah. And, uh, uh, tell me about your relationship with her, like your friends, your partners in terms of collaboration. Yes, I mean, she is one of my closest friends and we met um, while I was in 10th grade uh, and we were in the same class and we just started bonding over, uh, over TV shows actually and she was just, uh, I thought she was so beautiful when I first met her and, and she was singing a lot as well and um, we went uh, on, uh, both of us um, went uh, to drama school uh, for three mm -hmm. years. And, um, and she did drama then, but then, you know, she discovered that music was something that she was more, um, well, felt, felt more natural to her. And so, mm -hmm. uh, you know, she's inspired me so much. I, I started uh, writing music myself. Uh, just last year because of her and learning to play the guitar and she's a huge inspiration for me and I've known her for for many years now and um, we've even lived together when we lived in London we lived together and so you also lived in London yes uh, we lived together and uh, so yeah she's uh, she's an amazing person and what about the beginning how how where did you grow up uh, what did you study where did you study What's your background? Well, I, I grew up in a very 
well, not even a town. It's a very small place in Norway. Uh, not very many Norwegians know about it. Um, mm -hmm. And um, it's a very secluded place surrounded by forests and, uh, and mountains. And so my childhood was really just spent outside or, you know, even at home drawing and, and being creative. And I think my love for acting really started when I was really young because uh, we used to play pretend a lot. And so uh, I don't know if that's even what you call it, but role playing, I guess. <laughs> and uh, and we created these like elaborate characters and stories. And um, so we did uh, we did immerse ourselves completely in those. And so we would draw the characters and create different worlds and, uh, you know, new things would inspire us all the time. And uh, so I had a very like creative childhood growing up. Um, and, um, yeah, I, I didn't do anything special other than, and then drama for three years when, when I was older. Um, other than that, I haven't really done any more studying, uh, after that. I, I moved to London a year after I was finished, um, with like three years, we call it Vidagona. I don't really know what it's called. It's like upper secondary school. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes, yeah, something like that. I I don't really know the English term for it, but um, and and I've stayed in London on and off for the last three years with Jean, and um, yeah. So, did you study in London something like a drama? No, nothing. I mean, the only thing that I did was was really uh, be on a lot of acting sites, um, like submit uh, self tapes all the time, constantly, and um. I was in sites like Backstage and Spotlight and uh, mm -hmm. Mandy Actors, and I just went on auditions, really. That's what I did in London. Did you succeed to get into some, I don't know, small TV shows, screens, or anything? Well, not TV shows, but I, I did do uh, a lot of short films when I was there. And um, um, But when I come, came back to Norway, uh, I did a couple of commercials here in Norway, which, you know, is a bit, it's a bit funny to, to watch myself like that because I'm not really playing a character. I'm just myself in like weird scenarios. And, uh, but uh, yeah, so I've done that and, and I'm still right now auditioning and trying to, you know, get yeah. that role that, that gets me some more roles. And yeah. What was the first thing you did uh, as an actress? Well, the very first like professional thing I did was a short film. Uh, I think that was like back in 2015 or something, um, which was this um, short film called Guilty in English, but in, in Norwegian it's called Schildi. And I could buy coming off like school. Yeah, I can't wait for a um, it's this uh, very interesting uh, character. She she. Uh, it's about like this revenge tale of this uh, girl who got bullied in 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 school and and her getting revenge on the people who bullied her. Um, and that was my first uh, encounter with professional acting, and that just opened up a whole new world for me. And wanting to really like 100% pursue acting. So that was my first sort of real thing, but uh, 
my first sort of brush with acting has got to be when I was younger and I made short films with my friends. What was the most exciting that you did so far? Which uh, which of the movies? Because I watched your show reel, where yeah. where you put together a couple of uh, plays of yours. They all look super professional. Which one is the most exciting for you? Which one you are the most proud of? Well, it's kind of difficult because you know some of the things I've I've made myself or written myself, and a lot of the production goes. For example, with a woman named Dana, um, I wrote the script for the film and I was, you know, in with the editing process. I, I was, so, you know, a lot of, of uh, my own thoughts and creativity has been, you know, poured into these short films that I've ma made with my friends. But um, I think, yeah, like up till now, I think that um, a woman named Dana actually definitely is, is one of the things that I, just feel most proud of, of making because we made it in such a short amount of time and it was so intense and I felt like, well, it was, I, I could really focus on my acting in that one. How long did it take to film everything for the woman named Dana? It took about, um, it took, well, um, two days, I guess, to film that one. Uh, but the editing process was pretty heavy and, um, but it was such a fun time, you know, trying to trying out different ways and, and different directions with Jean uh, in that film because it's so, you know, it's a lot of crying and a lot of, of really powerful emotions. And um, yeah, I mean, that was just it was a lot of fun, but pretty exhausting as well to to shoot. Uh, when I was watching your show reel, I had the feeling that you prefer to play more like roles of terrified girls, uh, maybe more like thriller-ish? Is it something by choice or or it's... I mean, just... I'm really, I, I like the films that I, or the genre that I like the most in films, um, in film is, is has got to be like psychological thrillers. Uh, I really enjoy that. But I also, I love writing characters that are sort of, I don't know, ambiguous in terms of, of the gender, like it could be a man playing this role or it could be a woman playing this role. It's not specific. And so I think that, you know, with a woman named Dane, obviously I had myself in mind when I wrote the character, but I, ju I just love playing characters that have some sort of, you know, interesting background that is not, because I have played characters before um, that have been sort of one dimensional and hasn't had a lot of emotion or anything important to you know bring to the story and I just feel sort of useless when I do those roles and um I don't know you know just these filler roles I guess and I just gravitate more towards roles that are really challenging I guess to play and now since you you've done a couple of uh, movies a couple of uh, commercials you have your show reel so this is something that you're sending out to different agents or how does yeah. it work to, yeah I'm, I'm trying as hard as i can really to do that and i've been um you know having a couple of meetings with agents and actually just in february of this year before corona and everything um me and Jean were in, had just moved back to London. We're trying to like get into the groove again. And, and um, I contacted like all of these different agents and, and casting um, 
you know, agencies and stuff. But a couple of weeks later, everything was in, in lockdown in Norway and it just everything we had to fly back to Norway. And it's just, you know, all the things that or, or all the emails that I sent out probably just didn't get picked up because of that, because of everyone just, you know, freaking out about this. So, but, you know, it's, it's difficult being, being an outsider and trying to, you know, come into this industry without knowing anyone. Uh, it's really difficult. What about local uh, movie industry in uh, in your area? Well, there there isn't, I mean, the only local industry, uh, well, film industry uh, people that I know are me, and my friends and I, I come from such a small town it's like you got to go to to the capital if if you want to or or Stavanger which is an hour away from where I live to really you know uh get that professional film industry people uh but um no it's it's not very big at all in Norway and, and in Norway it kind of works that way if you know anyone in the industry if you're the the you know daughter or or cousin or whatever of someone in the industry, that's you know your ticket in immediately, and uh, you know you get um, yeah. So so that's it's kind of difficult being from where I'm from and then uh, having to figure it all out myself, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, a couple of days ago I spoke uh, to Stuart James. He's a horror writer uh, mm -hmm. who. He's around five books. Uh, one of his books was 19 weeks in the top uh, charts of, of uh, the United States. Yeah. And what we were surprised about that he still, after having written five books, he doesn't have an agent who represents him. And he says it's practically impossible to, to find an agent, but it never stopped him of to writing. So this is something that there was very um inspirational to me like you you don't have to stop if something is not uh, going well you don't have to have an agent 100 percent to achieve something so i don't know how it's in the in the cinema industry but i hope if uh, if you can do it without an agent then i i wish you do it <laughs> yeah i mean it's pretty difficult and i i've seen you as well you do music and and write music and do covers as such and it was lovely i listened to it last night um and it, 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 is, it is difficult. I mean, when I look at someone like Jean, for example, who, again, like I look up to in terms of, of her writing her music and poetry and all that, and seeing, like, I want her to get so much more recognition than she does. And it's so difficult because I just want to, you know, show everyone how talented she is. And it's it's like, I don't know. I mean, you just got to be lucky, I guess, in this line of work that that someone discovers you. Uh, or something so yeah or you just like really work your ass up and just do whatever you want but in the end it comes uh, to the point if you're happy or not and you have to kind of do whatever makes you happy every day without feeling the pressure of do you do you have an agent or no but really do whatever whatever makes you happy yeah you just uh, got to work for it and I mean like with me as well I don't just want to do acting like I, I that is my biggest passion but you know writing in general writing poems writing music um, and all that is is I'm very passionate about that as well but but filmmaking and acting is is what like that's my top uh, you know the the, mm -hmm. the the biggest thing that I'm passionate about and and uh, you know for me 
making films, like filmmaking, writing characters and, and shooting it and being like super involved in the process of making the film is, you know, helps me in a way as well, because I'm not just sitting here like waiting for the roles to come to me or searching, like looking up roles and, and trying to apply to different roles. It's like I can write them myself and act, you know, particular roles that I want to play. Um, so I guess like uh, with anyone, like with you as well, like the only thing that you really can do is is get content out and, and do you, the best work that you can and just get it out so that pe people can um, can get an idea of who you are and what you want to do. Um, and that's why, you know, it's it's so good to see with you as well, the, the covers that you've put out. I mean, it's it's so good because you got to get that content out for people to, you know, see you and, and appreciate it. I also am a supporter of the idea that it's not not everybody needs to like you and also uh, you don't need to be validated by somebody's likes or I don't know what's happening now in the social media world which made me very angry recently. A woman named Dana, so you, you, you where is the inspiration from? What well, did inspire? Well, the first thing, like, with a woman named Dana, I think the restrictions of the film, well, the restrictions that we put on ourselves is really what inspired me, because um, at this point, we made True North, which is another short film that we made uh, a year prior to a woman named Dana. There is a story about a girl. Her grandfather had a house up in the woods. And it's just, I mean, we set so many restrictions for ourselves because, like, we didn't have a lot of actors. We just had me, basically. Um, and Jason, who was on the phone? Jason. Yes, or... well, well, his name is Mark Wisdom, who plays James, um, James who yeah. is, is an actor who I met in London. Um, fantastic actor. Um, and... Uh, I don't know, like I just called him up and was like, D do you want to do this? And then he just sent over the voiceover work and, and he's so talented. So that was was an easy feat. So so that's good. But but really the inspiration for a woman named Dana again, like it came out of it came out of uh, the restrictions. Like we, we didn't we couldn't go to a lot of locations. We and just from that, um, the way that I sort of write these characters is that I, I just start talking to myself really um and trying to pinpoint like where is she where is she from like why is she talking to this person and why and then I started like talking to this random James on the phone and I don't know it's just I I just try to just have this monologue I guess with myself and and try to make characters out of that and so just all the restrictions came down to I wanted it to be in like a hotel room and and just everything, honestly, again, it came out of the restrictions. And I think that's, you know, uh, interesting to, to, because if you think that if you're going to write something and, and uh, you know, you have everything at your disposal, like everything is open, then, you know, it's going to be difficult in a weird way because it, anything can happen. But if you put these restrictions on yourself, it's like, okay, I know that, you can't really have a lot of actors. I can't go to a lot of you know, fancy big locations. Uh, I want it to be short. We don't have a big crew. 
okay, let's, you know, do this. So, um, so yeah, that's really how it, how it manifested itself. And when you were filming the scene in the hotel room, how many people were there? Like probably one for, for, for the sound, one for the, for, for the camera. Yeah. Or yeah. Does... And, and, uh, in, in that particular shot, um, Jean obviously was right there by my side uh, directing me and you had a cameraman and, um, this one guy who was doing the lights, uh, flickering lights. The lights and... work very good in that, uh, in that scene. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty proud of it because it's like, it's so, it's, uh, it's so cool. Cause we only had like this, like we, we DIY'd the whole thing. So we had like this, um, I don't know, like paper, uh, cardboard thing, and we glued like lights to it, and we put it outside the window. It's just weird. And it's not. The medication doesn't help. Just focus on an angle in your room. Study that angle and breathe. The tall man is not coming to get you. He is not real. Then that's like the lighting. So, um, but, uh, yeah, and we were, what, four or five people. And then I had a person, uh, I had like these, um, wireless, uh, headphones, uh, which is where I got the other person on the other line talking to me. But this person was in another room, um, who wasn't an actor, was just like reading the lines. <laughs> and so, yeah, it was, uh, it was quite, you know, it was, it was an interesting experience, but we really didn't need any more people than than who we you know were at the time so do you remember some funny moments from the set like for instance you're trying to record the the scene and the guy in your ear tells you like ha 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 or something you know <laughs> yeah i mean every time like i cuz sometimes you know it's such a long uh, monologue for me to just talk and no one is there and so so there were a lot of times where where you know the stale sort of stark unenthusiastic voice of this other person on the phone was just like you know you're not really giving me much to work with but you know I, I was so tired of my own voice at the end of that because I was just constantly like crying and uh we were just laughing all the time about you know I was talking okay we're doing this you know and then I started you know crying immediately afterwards and so it's just, um, yeah, it was a really fun time of really like, hectic. We were like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to shoot it. And then we're going to just, you know, go in the editing room. And so everything happened pretty quickly. Yeah, nice, nice. Uh, what's next for you? What's in 2021? Well, it's, it's difficult. I mean, uh, this November, actually, this past weekend, we had scheduled to, um, to shoot another short film that I wrote a couple of months ago now. Uh, which is called Method to My Madness currently. Um, and uh, we shot this film, what, four years ago, this short film, but we didn't have any funding to it. And it was just, I mean, it was all right, but we were so young when we, when we shot it. And so we wanted to keep the idea because we liked the idea and just change some key things, but keep like the concept of the film. And so we redid the entire story and I wrote the script and we were got financial support, which we haven't done for anything like gotten for anything that we've done so far. So we're mm -hmm. super excited by, by that. But, um, because of, of COVID we, we couldn't really shoot it now. So it's gotten a lot like tighter on the restrictions, a lot more strict in Norway. And so we just, we had to postpone it indefinitely at this point. But, um, 
I'm really excited to shoot that one because it's a, a, like a much bigger project than what we've done before. So I'm really excited for that. And about financial support, is it something you have to apply for or how does yeah. it work? Yeah, you have to. I mean, you, you have a couple of like organizations in Norway that you can uh, apply to, but you have like there are multiple, uh, you know, deadlines and, and uh, res like um, requirements for it. So it's it can be quite difficult to get financial support and it's very uh, restrictive what you can spend the money on. So, so that's also sort of uh, difficult, but, um, but we've made it work uh, with the money that we got, which was a lot more than we anticipated. Mom, you're so, really talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not like, it's not like a lot, a lot, but I mean, it's a lot for us. It's like, it's not that much. I mean, to a, a proper like short film or film production, it's nothing. But for us, like not having any money prior to this and yeah. uh, in making films, it's like, I, we feel like we could do anything. So now it's like a salary. <laughs> yeah. <you> like... <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, that's one of the, the, the things that we can't do with it. We can't give us money and we can't give actors or crew money. The only thing that yeah. we can spend it on is like props and uh, locations and stuff like that, which is good in a way. But it sort of breaks my heart as, you know, an actor myself to not be able to pay other actors and, and um, you know, because that's one of the things that me and Gina talked about a lot. It's the thing that if you're an up and coming artist or, or a new artist, uh, for her, for example, if she does gigs, Jean, uh, you know, for people to, to not expect to pay her for her work, it's like... Yeah. Uh, yeah it's difficult and a lot of like singers as well like they're like yeah no no I I, I don't I don't need money I just want to sing and it's like I, I get the enthusiasm but it's like it's difficult for other people to you know live on on, on um, like to get financial support or to you know get by without getting any money for for work really because that's what you're doing you're you know doing work for other people so yeah, art is something that should be paid all the time, but it's also something that should not be taxed because, yeah. uh, I mean, uh, it's literally your creation. So do you already have a team you're comfortable working with? Yeah, I mean, I love working with um, with with Jean and, and a friend of mine called Alexander Svanes. He's a great, like, he um, has worked for a lot of... of uh, like big series, like big shows here in Norway. And, um, and he is, it's just really, really a great, uh, filmmaker. And, um, he does all the camera work and, and, uh, editing and he knows a lot about it. And so like this small little team of that we've created now developing stories and writing scripts and, you know, we're so comfortable with each other now. And so, um, which is hugely important that you don't feel any like pressure or you don't feel, um, you know, scared about taking certain choices acting wise yeah. or so. So, yeah, I'm really comfortable. I really love the team that we've managed to get. That's nice. Um, tell us a bit about your daily routine. How do you see your perfect day or what do you want to do every day? Well, my perfect, like, my routine now is a lot different from from what I uh, would have wanted it to be. I mean, um, 
right now I, I work as a substitute teacher. And um, so, okay. yeah, so I do that on the side and it's, it's really, I mean, brilliant when I do the things that I do, because if I get a call saying, hey, can you do like take these and these classes or whatnot and substitute for this and this teacher, I can say no if I want to or I can take it if I want to. So if I have an audition or if I have something big coming up, I can just say no and, and then it's all right. So so that's really it's just so you know malleable it's it's fantastic um but you know I do that and and usually I try to get in some work every day if something creative if it's painting if it's you know writing poetry or or music or characters or anything like that so I, I try as best I can but uh you know I if all this COVID stuff wasn't happening I would have probably been in in London at this point um but you know what can you do? <laughs> do you do something like morning pages? You know what? I, I try as best I can to get at least some like writing session, you know, no matter what it is uh, during a day. But I'm really bad at like routine stuff. <laughs> and so, I mean, it would be great to try and be, um, you know, be pretty consistent with that. But uh, I'm the kind of person who if I'm inspired by something, I'm going to write it down or or record it into my phone if it is anything um and then you know i'll, I'll try to work on it and write uh, in the evenings or something like that do you have like a specific advice for creating a character for creating a character i mean it's so difficult like i again like i studied drama and so you know i i have these um you know acting methods that uh, is helping me has helped me in the past. It's like Stanislavski, and uh, mm -hmm. which is like the basic one that everyone learns about if you go to drama school. But um, for me, honestly, it's just, uh, you know, if the character has any historical, uh, you know, is, is represented in history in some way or, or has an illness or has a background somewhere, you know, just do a lot of research. And for me, creating characters such as a Dana and a woman named Dana like she's um the she suffers from a mental illness and the specific one is schizophrenia and I did a lot of research on that and saw a lot of videos uh, of people having it like in various degrees because this particular character of Dana is on the breaking point where you know she just cannot tell if the voices are real or if they're you know fake um and so, uh, so I did a lot of work on, I, I just think it's important to, to do the work, you know, not just to show up and be like, Hey, I, I just practiced these lines, you know, it's just, you got to really do the work and, and, um, figure out, you know, the basics of the character, why uh, the person is saying the, per you know, the thing that they're saying. And yeah, I think it's, it's really important. Where do you take the inspiration from? Uh, is it something you need to push hardly or is it something that comes to you just as you said you record something in your phone like whenever wherever or is it something you have to sit down and like really push okay I want to write about this character so I need to really brainstorm I mean it's it's different each time I think with with uh, you know different characters that I, I write or different poems uh, or whatever it is I'm writing I tend to you know, spend a lot of time just talking to myself and uh, walking and talking constantly and just feeling, uh, 
you know, uh, saying certain sentences uh, out loud multiple times. And, and this one particular line in, in A Woman Named Dana, where I say, the character says, um, uh, he's going to take my vocal cords and drown them <laughs> in the river so I can't talk again. Uh, that was one of the sentences that came pretty early up uh, in my head. And I just started, like, really thinking about that. Like, why would she say this thing? Like, why, you know why is this natural for her to say like what type of person says this and that just sort of fueled everything and so um i'm i'm very much a person who if i'm inspired by something i got to write it down quickly and i got to just you know get it down and so that's what i do i forgot to ask what do you teach uh, whatever you know uh whatever it is that day and and for example today i was in ninth grade uh a lot of my day and it's just, you know, anything from maths to science to to Norwegian, English. Like this. Anything from maths yeah. to science. <laughs> well, well, it's not that I'm really great at it, but it's just, I, I love, actually do love teaching. But, uh, you know, there's some subjects that I'm not very, uh, you know, uh, they're not my best. But uh, I do love English, for example, and... and uh, you know, creative, uh, creative uh, subjects. I love that. Is it easy for you? I mean, when you are a teacher, do you feel like you're taking up a role or it's more like it's you? No, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, the way that I act or act uh, when I'm a teacher is a lot different from who I am in real life. Uh, I'm very strict and uh, and it's... Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, it is quite difficult to try, like, for example, the people, the, the students that I taught today, like, they're not that much younger than me. They're like seven, eight years younger than me. So it's not like a lot, but uh, so it's kind of difficult to, you know, separate without talking to them, like, almost they're my age, you know, and, and being very much um, trying to be more adult than I am, I guess. Um, so, uh but, but it is quite, quite fun. Like, I, I really do enjoy teaching. And I think that if I didn't do acting or anything creative in that sense, I would have probably uh, tried, you know, try try doing that. <laughs> I was always wondering if uh, acting is exhaustive. Yeah, I How mean, I guess... Feel? It, it, it can be. I mean, it is, it is really fun, but you, you get kind of... I mean, with a character that's very lighthearted and doesn't really you know take a lot of you it's like a lot of standing around and a lot of you know talking to crew and talking to other actors who are probably standing and waiting as well uh which is fun because you 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 know connect with so many people um but uh i think it's it's uh yeah, it is exhausting, but it is is so worth it. Uh, you know, I just I love playing characters that <laughs> sort of drain me, and then you have to you know reset. So yeah. What's your favorite moment of actually acting, and then or then seeing your actual work on the screen? Well, I mean that has to be the first thing I told you about that I did uh, called um, Guilty. Um, which is, I think, in my showreel, it's, like, one of the last things that I have in my showreel. I have, like, black hair. I can't really remember where it is. But um, I remember when I first saw, like, we, we did the whole thing, and then we waited. I can't remember how long. But they rented out this um, this cinema. 
and we got to see it like on a big screen and oh, I was wow. just yeah I was just so amazed like I was like what that's me on screen like it was it was so surreal and you know watching the whole um cinema mall was full of people and and everyone was like watching you know the story on screen and I was in this film you know it was it was so surreal so and I was really young at the time I was like 15 16 and so watching myself like that was you know such an amazing moment for me and and really wanted me to you know obviously saw the mistakes that I felt like I made but I was really proud as well I can't really you know say that I wasn't <laughs> is there something new that you would like to learn any new skills uh you know what I mean not to to sound uh you know melancholic or sad or anything but uh I would really love to learn how to uh, you know, appreciate my days more, and especially now in in these COVID times, to you know really appreciate every single day because, you know, this year I I, I turned twenty one, and I'm never gonna get this year back. Like I'm twenty one for this year, and no matter you know how many horrible things have happened this year, it's like I have to appreciate it more, and you know that's something that I I really am working on. Uh, learning to you know um, appreciate every single day that's really wonderful do you meditate or do you do something in, um, like more for mental health I mean uh, I have struggled a lot with with my mental health uh, through my you know uh, in my early ad adulthood and teenage years but uh, when I when I found out that you know through acting really I get this uh, catharsis in a way and for me again like painting uh, really helps me calm down and listening to music mm -hmm. I, I recently bought a lot of vinyl records and I, I try to listen to that as much as I can so and that really you know listening to Billie Holiday for example it just calms oh me my down God. I love yeah. her so much really. yes yeah. Yeah. I also have her on, on vinyl and um, John Coltrane uh, is more jazz. I really love them. And the Billie Holiday, I, Stormy Weather is my favorite song. Oh, and it's like, <laughs> I really yeah, it's, it. oh, she's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I really enjoy her. Uh, what advice would you give to somebody who wants to be an actress or an actor? Like, where to start? I think the most important thing to know which is something that I, I still try to, you know, understand myself is what per, like, what, what can I do for this industry? Like, why am I not like everyone else? And I think it's, it's difficult to, to, you know, get a grip on why this, you know, why you particularly you as a person is going to make it or why people need you. And I think, um, for me, that's been one of the most important things to to figure out. Like, there's so many who look like me, who who can act better than me, who who you know have all these traits that I don't, but are in the same category as me in terms of you know looks and in terms of voice or whatnot. Uh, it's just finding out you know what's special about you and how you can contribute to mm -hmm. this industry because there's so many people who want to become actors and and you know singers or whatnot and oh, it's yeah. just you need to be 
you know, there's, there's got to be something different about you and you got to find out what that is and use that as your strength. Um, so yeah, I think that's, if I can give any advice, uh, in terms of where I am now, that's, I think what, what's most important. Would you recommend reading a special literature or a, a special school to study acting, to learn acting? I mean, for me, that's sort of difficult because I guess I feel like if you want to do acting and if you, you're really passionate about it, it's not something that you can particularly learn. I mean, you can get better at it and, and learn new things, but it's something that has to, you know, intrinsically sort of live inside of you. Uh, you have to have it like come naturally in some way. Um, and and I know that a lot of people who don't think they're a good actor and, and then they start, you know, researching all these techniques and, and all that, that they get really good. But I think you just, well, it's important to to watch movies, to learn, to listen, to study people. I think that's like me and my dad do that all the time. We like look at people and like, what do you think that, you know, he comes oh. from? Or, yeah. So, um, I mean, my dad has done it, you know, my whole life and, you know, finding all these backstories of people walking by and, you know, where's she been, you know, where's he up to, you know, what is he up to and all that. So, yeah, it's important to be interested in people, I guess. Is there a movie already where you really would like to play the character? I mean, there's so many. Uh, and, uh, I mean, I love, I recently just watched Rear Window by Alfred Hitchcock and, you know, it's one of the classics. I haven't watched it, uh, until now. And Grace Kelly in that film, you know, her character is so interesting. And I guess, um, you know, looking at it from, from all the films that come, you know, are coming out now where, you know, this female empowerment, and I think it's so beautiful, but then you look at like older films and you had these strong female characters that we've just, you know, we've just forgot, forgotten about. So I think it's, it's, it's crazy to, to think that, uh, you know, you have so many greats, um, you know, back in the day as well, but looking at something like Midsommar, for example, Burns Pugh, which is the lead actress in that film, she's so good, but that would have been a fantastic role to, to play. I would have been like, oh, it's such a cool film, and, and I would love to, you know, play, play a character like that. Um, Who's your favorite uh, director? Well, it's so difficult. Uh, I mean, there are so many auteurs, as they call them, um, you know, like innovative, like people, directors who have their own vision and really portray that on screen and, and everything in the music and everything. But, you know, I can't really lie uh, if I don't say like David Lynch for example like I I'm so inspired by him but I also love like Robert Eggers and um and obviously Ari Aster and uh and um the Safdie Safdie brothers are amazing as well there's so many great ones tell us please where can we find you well I'm on Instagram and I'm on Spotlight I'm on Facebook as well as just Selena Skyland and it's my acting page and obviously Selena Skyland dot actor at gmail.com um and yeah i try to be more active on instagram but i'm i'm kind of bad at it but i try to be more active because it's a great platform to, to put out and if, if there are some movie directors watching this uh, where can they find your showreel uh they can find it on my mail page uh but also on youtube my youtube channel which is just my name selena skyland 
Um, mm-hmm. And uh, obviously contact me through through Gmail or something like that. Um, and also a bunch of different acting sites. Uh, you'll find me on, on pretty much all the... Everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> yeah, just everywhere. Are you the left? I love I think yeah. the only thing that I don't have is like Snapchat and Twitter. It's like the only uh-huh. thing that I don't have. Or TikTok. I don't have TikTok either. But yeah. So you can find me everywhere except for that. <laughs> That's nice. Well, that was lovely chatting to you. Let's go to my trademark question. Who do you want to amplify? Right. I mean, that was so difficult because I've met so many great people, especially in London. And obviously, I would have wanted to, uh, you know, amplify Jean if I could, but she's already been. Um, But there is this fantastic artist who's called Ocean and the Waves. Um, She's so brilliant. uh, And... um, I haven't personally met her, but I, I, you know, follow her and, and her and Jean has had some interactions and she's just this amazing singer songwriter. So, yeah. Okay. I'm going to reach out to her then. Right. Great. Well, Selena, it was very nice chatting to you. Uh, thank you very much for taking this time and participating in the show. And yeah, me too. I mean, you're such a great interviewer and I, I would love to watch you grow in it as an artist as well. And, uh, <laughs> You know, I'm so happy for you with all the this that you're doing, and and uh, it's such a great way to reach out and promote people. And yeah, stuff. also a great way to to just learn about people and and to communicate with other people. I mean, we don't have to be anywhere. Let's be honest. So it's uh, yeah, we are just let's at least chat like that. <laughs> yeah, but I I just think it's you know it's amazing, and I hope that you pursue, you know, the the music and all you're doing as well, and it's. Uh, yeah, you're such a bubbly, of... fantastic person. It was so lovely to, to talk to you. Thank you. Thanks a lot, really. My heart is so warm <laughs> right now. <laughs> Thank you very much for every single stream, for every single share and comment and like. Please write in the comments if you want me to release the bloopers because there are a lot of them. Thank you and have a good Saturday night.